Hi, I'm Tia and welcome to Practical Spirituality. Today we're going to do a divination on the sacred feminine or the divine feminine. This subject is very interesting to me. It's very dear to my heart. Um, what I find discouraging is quite often when I go to get information on I just started shuffling and I already have a card and I was still in my introduction. Ooh, I'm excited to do this reading. Uh, the Sacred Feminine. Quite often, it's men speaking about it. And I think women need to speak about the Divine Feminine, the Sacred Feminine. Our culture, our gender ideas, the idea of being ladylike or what it needs to be a woman is so screwed up. I'm talking about the archetypal sacred feminine. You don't have to be a female that wants to have kids. You don't have to be a female that's even ladylike or dainty or into stylish clothes. You don't even have to have a man. You don't have to be straight. This is not about domestic abilities or cooking or being soft or giggly or even having a super nice sweet personality. This is none of that. I don't care if you're a tomboy, if you're bisexual. The sacred feminine is the archetypal energy. So the question we're gonna ask here, I'm gonna go back to shuffling. I stopped because the cards were already just answering and I haven't even verbalized my question yet. Another card already. So the question here today that we're gonna be asking is, how can we as strong females heal and move into the archetypal sacred feminine or divine feminine? So the cards we have here is the lion, and that's the very first animal archetype. We have the giant redwood tree, and the second animal archetype energy we have is the whale. I also draw some answers to cards because we're going back predating human, many, many, many generations of human culture, I chose very earthy type readings such as animals, trees, and also ancestors. It's a good way to get a reading for things where we have cultural wounding. We have Dancer of Frustration, and Ancestor of Protection. And the final card is the Spirit of Wisdom. So let's interpret this reading. So this first card is a line card, and in um, I made my own guidebook for the animal deck. And I, I did a lot of research both online but with Ted Andrews' book. And one of the things Ted Andrews says about the lion energy is that it is a strong feminine energy. It's awakening to a new sun. There are also lions are like the king of the jungle, so to speak. But it's interesting because the female lions also do most of the work for the group that it lives in. And so what this Ted Andrews said is this reminds females or people in general to step into their feminine power means to stop doing all of the work It's to bring these energies into balance where the female lions tend to raise the cubs and do the hunting kind of like females in our culture tend to do most of the housework while also working full-time so one of the things ted andrew said that the lion represents is to learn to come into balance stop doing everything step back and allow men to pick up the slack of course, it's gonna be uncomfortable for them, might cause some conflict, but he says that a big part of the female energy with the line is stepping into your own power. And this means 
not getting angry or reactive. It's just simply quietly going about your business and doing what you need to do with inner peace and taking care of yourself first with boundaries. The next card is the Giant Redwood. This is a really great card to follow the line card to ask about feminine energy because you know how big the redwood trees are, how they're so tall and wide. Um, I remember one time on a holiday, we went to the United States and some of the redwoods, they actually carved tunnels in because it was wider than the road and cars would literally drive through the still alive tree because the road went right through it. That's how big some of these redwoods are. So the redwood reminds us about stateliness, about majesty, about taking your space and strength and growing up. Some trees tend to meander around. The redwoods are very straight and tall. So when you're stepping into your lion energy, your feminine power, it's remember what I said about how it's a calm, non-reactive, just very centered kind of place. So imagine like the stateliness and the majesty of a redwood that's not afraid to take its space, but also there's no undue conflict. It's just going straight up and stepping into its own sun in life. So the next card and the last animal card is the whale. This speaks about the water element. The whale speaks about not mimicking other people, which is really interesting because the sacred feminine, the divine feminine is not about mimicking cultures, ideas of feminine, but stepping into your own intuition, your own emotions going deep. Think how deep a whale goes into the ocean, going deep into your own places to come up with your creation of your own life, to surface and bring what you know from deep inside to the material realms coming up from the depths. This speaks to give yourself permission to be logical or emotional, to have intuition and spirituality and logic. This is about being adaptable and being able to both surface and go underneath the water element. So the whale is excellent. It gives us permission to embrace all sides of ourselves, including our emotional life. So next and finally, we are going to look at the ancestor help that can reach us. So these are the energy lines we can draw from. And the first one is a dancer of frustration. And there is a lot of gender frustration in our culture right now. The dancer of frustration is about dancing, like going with the flow, like with the whale, dancing around, going with the notes of the music. And when we have obstacles, a dancer of frustration teaches us, hey, there's other paths that you can do. There's other actions you can act on. There's other dances you can participate in. You can dance, for example, to the inner beating of your own heart, to your own drumbeat, instead of the one that culture has laid out for females. Moving from here, you have ancestor protection. I love this. Um, some of the men that I've been hearing that actually have some really great things to say about the sacred feminine and the divine feminine. Sometimes they still tend to make broad sweeping statements that I feel we need women talking about the sacred feminine. We need women talking about the divine feminine. Men aren't always the protectors. Think of the female line. She can protect. We can protect ourselves, we can protect our children, we can protect our creation. And yes, the sacred masculine 
does create a space and protect a space around the sacred feminine for her to create and be in a safe place to have her own emotional expression and bring her creation forth into the external world but the female also can protect. And a lot of that comes down to your boundaries. Remember earlier we talked about moving towards your own center and it includes setting boundaries in life. And this is about protecting your core self, protecting the things that really mean something to you from your calm, inner aligned place. And this is where the spirit of wisdom comes in. This is the final ancestor card. The spirit of wisdom is knowing how and when to have boundaries, how and when to move through a world that demands like almost of a masculine performance energy to us when females are meant to flow with the rhythms of life, with the rhythms of the moon, with the rhythms of our body. How can we move and balance this and step wisely into a culture? How can we honor our emotions when it's so put down oh she's being an emotional female again she must have her period there she goes again how can we honor our emotions in a culture that puts us down for that it can be a difficult thing how can we express our emotions healthily and self-regulate and have our full emotional life without becoming irrational when we haven't been taught how to healthily flow with all of our emotions when we have a culture with so much anxiety, how can we move with emotional regulation while still going to the depths of what we feel without drowning in what we're feeling? This is where the spirit of wisdom comes in. It's knowing how and when to flow. It is about getting in touch with our deeper wisdom, like the whale going to the depths, the very depths of our inner quiet still point and emerging to the physical world like the line lives on the earth to bring forth our manifestations in a physical realm. So I really like this reading. This gave some um, really good food for thought. This is definitely a big topic. I think it's something we really need to talk about as women. So this is Tia from Practical Spirituality. I hope that helps.